So, what are we doing? What am I talking about? <laughs> a, a viral TikTok video about the evils that you don't see behind the schemes of Chick-fil-A. Dun-dun-dun. It's really not that big a deal. The Senate passes a resolution condemning anti-Semitic, anti-Israeli attacks, hate crimes brought on by the likes and loads of the infamous squad led by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, when is she going to... You know, I, I just always wonder if she's related to uh, the Cortez that conquered the Aztecs and uh, genocided and massacred them. Anyways, he spelled his with a Z, though. I don't know if putting an S at the end of Cortez is like, um, like an Americanization of the last name or... It, Whatever, uh, but anyways, that 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 always, always wonder. Maybe play with my cigar cutter, by the way. If you hear some annoying noise, uh, always wonder that though. Is she related to? I used to have a book sitting on my coffee table in my dorm because I thought the girls would think I was smart because I had a Time Life book. And it was called Cortez and the Aztec Conquerors. Uh, the only person that was ever impressed by it was my friend Chuck. And it turns out it's worth uh, several hundred dollars. The book, not Chuck. And uh, what else? Greg Abbott, it, the, tech, the wild, rough, and rednecking Texan, is taking it upon himself to clean up ye old border crises while Kamala the not Ugandan giant uh, maybe she's the Guatemalan giant I don't know 
uh, is taking a tour of South and Central America and Mexico. God, I love Mexico. Beautiful, great people. I, I don't think these uh, cartels and corrupt uh, people that get the headlines are, are an adequate representation of uh, Mexican or Latino people in general. But nonetheless, uh, we'll get into that. Get into Mr. Abbott and what he's doing at the border and all of the evils of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. My pleasure, huh? We'll see his pleasure with Chick-fil-A. Alright. Here's a little Bruce Springsteen uh, while I light my stove in. Oh yeah. Mr. Springstein with your protest song that many Americans think is patriotic. And, well, you know, protesting is patriotism in a way. After all, we were uh, founded out of revolution and protest, right? Boston Tea Party and all that fun stuff. So, there's a viral video on TikTok, as reported by Newsweek. The headline reads, Chick-fil-A, or Chick-fil-A, employee exposes, in, in the word exposes in quotes, restaurant chains conveyor belt secret. Dun, dun, dun. The word secret is in quotes. Woo. Secret is Chick-fil-A is a genius operation. Uh, they take a lot of flack because their owner is a Christian conservative. And uh, hell forbid you be that in America these days. Uh, they close on Sundays. They used to donate a lot of money to uh, Christian uh, and conservative causes, among other causes, I'm sure. Uh, but the thing of it is, uh, when Chick-fil-A first started to boom, the owner was told he could open you know, X number of restaurants per year. And he said, I don't want to do that. 
it'll it'll hurt the quality of the product. Uh, I've eaten Chick Fil A a few times. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a slightly better, you know, gr uh, grade of chicken. Um, the waffle fries are good. I thought it was a little pricey, but when I, I mean, compared to fast food at the time, uh, now all fast food is overpriced. But, um, you know, it's a good quality chicken. And the thing with the expansion, the owner said, you know, I can't control the quality of the product and the service if I expand too quickly. Uh, he closes, they close on Sundays uh, because that's the day we recognize as the Sabbath. And, you know, the owner's just gotten shit from liberals. Now, somebody's making way too big a deal out of what goes on behind the scenes. It has nothing to do with the way your food is handled. It has nothing to do with the cleanliness of the rest. Well, the restaurant. I guess it does have to do with the way the food is handled technically. But it's not being sloppily handled. It's not being, you know, dropped on the floor and rinsed off and, you know, tossed back on the bun, you know. Uh, some, I, would ne I never did that ever, I swear, when I worked in food service. Anyway, I didn't. I swear I didn't. Uh, but anyhow, so this is the big ordeal. This is what's going viral. 19 million views. I'm not going to acknowledge this little snot-nosed kid. But uh, the Newsweek article, if you want to look it up, you can you know, read his name and give him all his glory on TikTok. TikTok viewers have been left divided over a viral video showing Chick-fil-A fans a little-known facts about their drive through orders. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It shows how his store is able to quickly fulfill drive through orders with the use of an elaborate... Oh my goodness. I hope you're sit. If you're standing up, if you're not sitting down, sit. Sit down, sit down, sit, 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 sit. Fill drive through orders with the use of an elaborate conveyor belt. Oh, dear goodness, let me read that to you again, because that's horrific. Horrible. This could be the end of the world. We got to shut down Chick-fil-A right now. I tells you, this is a trap. Oh, my goodness. How his store is able to quickly fulfill drive through orders with the use of an elaborate conveyor belt oh my so the video shows this kid who shouldn't be shooting videos he should be working shows him filling a, a gallon bucket with ice what that has to do with the conveyor belt but uh, overhead an elaborate conveyor belt system is used to both minimize contact between the kitchen and the handoff personnel to and speed up the drive-through order process. Oh my goodness! 
Now, I drive by a Chick-fil-A in my area all the time, several times a day, and I would say easily, if I did, if I passed that place, ten, we'll say 10 times for math, uh, when it's open, five or six out of those 10 times, the drop, there are two lanes in the drive-thru, and they are backed up to the parking lot entrance, uh, or close to it. There's always two full lanes, and sometimes they have a, a, a waiter or waitress out at the drive-thru walking up to your car and taking your order on an iPad or tablet or something. And the reason they've been able to do this is they've uh, used technology to, you know, move the orders along quicker. Uh, it's still cooked and, you know, taken care of by humans. It's still the highest quality uh, chicken you're going to get at any drive-thru. Others may be, you know, equal to it or whatever, but it's still the best. Uh, the service is still outstanding from what I've heard and uh, been treated to. I thought it was a little weird when uh, I ate there and the, I wasn't used to hearing this, but the uh, person serving you your food, if you tell them thank you for handing me my food, they'll answer it with my pleasure. That hardly happens in, that never happens in fast food restaurants, that's for damn sure. You're lucky if you know, they flip you the bird some places. Uh, but, you know, Chick-fil-A really prides itself in quality. So, therefore, you know, they have to, somebody has to find something to complain about. Uh, oh, my gosh, they're using a freaking conveyor, conveyor belt to speed up the orders from the kitchen to the drive through window. And it's cutting down on the number of people touching your food, Right touching your bag and everything well isn't that what we were supposed to be doing in this you know germ fear uh pandemic era anyway find out ways to have less human contact uh on our you know bag of food and our drinks and money and whatnot uh here chick-fil-a was ahead of the head of the game they've been doing this for like 10 or 15 years uh, so the kid thinks he's, you know, really exposing Chick-fil-A. It says, quote, Chick-fil-A, a secret I bet you didn't know. Our kitchen, kitchens, send the food to the drive through window using a conveyor belt to move things faster. Oh, no. That's why you go to the drive-thru. That's why it's called fast food. Good job, Chick-fil-A. Oy vey. So the video's got 19 million views. Uh, 20, or, pardon me, 19 million views. 19 and a half. 19.5, however you want to say it. 2.2 million likes. Uh, I don't know. The thing is, it doesn't... <clears throat> When somebody likes a video, you don't know if that they mean they're liking the content of the video 
or are they liking the conveyor belt idea uh, and things of that nature you know uh, some people on uh, YouTube will say well you know when you like the video it means you like how it was made or presented uh, the quality of my content not the subject matter because maybe somebody gives a video a thumbs down because uh, it's singing the praises of Donald Trump or it's about Donald Trump and it's not singing his praises and since you don't like Donald Trump you give it a thumbs down right but if you like the way the creator made the video I'm sure TikTok is the same sort of way you should give it a thumbs up if you like the way the person presented the video. I don't know. That's just something I heard. But you don't know when somebody gives a video a thumbs up or thumbs down or a like or a dislike, whether they dislike the person making the video, whether they like the content of the video, whether they like the subject, the way it's made, things like that. You don't know why they're giving it that like or dislike. Moving along, this is this is good. I'm glad our Senate has done this. Senate passes resolution condemning the rise, recent rise in anti-Semitic attacks. Uh, I love Jewish people. Israel is more than an outline on a map. It's more than a geographical location. That geographical location is significant. But most laymen don't understand the significance. Also, Israel, in, my, in the Bible, I read the Christian Bible. Uh, I, prefer, I prefer, pardon me, the Living, Living Bible because it's a much easier read. But anyhow... King James is a very good version of the Bible, so on and so forth. Uh, my Bible and my faith tells me that Israel is God's chosen nation. And by nation, I, again, I'm not talking about the outline of something on a map. I'm talking about a nation as a people. Okay, you might want to call it a race. You may even call it a religion. But for me it's a people it's a nation of people okay and the bible says they are god's chosen people uh let me read a bit here from this article who wrote this the hill that's right the hill titled senate passes resolution condemning recent rise in anti-semitic attacks the Senate on Monday passed a bipartisan resolution condemning the recent rise in anti-Semitic violence. You know, there was a lot of uh, violence that went unchecked, unseen during the pandemic in New York, the city of New York, where the police were ordered by their boss, the mayor, de Blasio, to lock the gates on Jewish cemeteries, to keep Jews out of their synagogues, a clear violation of the Constitution of the United States. And so 
here you have it. Because of the rhetoric of people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Sandy, uh, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and other anti-Semitic members of the squad, you see a, a rise in hate crimes against Jewish people. And we've seen in the media the nation of Israel uh, even called and condemned as an attacker. Uh, you know, they say, well, the, the evil Israelis are kicking lovely, peace-hugging Arabs, and most Arabs are nice people. But they're evicting them from their homes. Well, when you're a landowner and somebody owes you, oh, I don't know, 90 years worth of rent... You have a legal process you can go through to expel them from their property. And that's what happened in Israel or and uh, Gaza. But Hamas, the terrorist wing of the uh, Palestinian... What were they called now? The Pal- they used to be called the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Well, anyways, the terrorist group Hamas, which is now the government of the Gaza Strip, is launching rockets, or was launching rockets at Israel. And you have these idiots like AOC that, uh, and anti-Semitic people like Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, that are just attacking Israel because they have a platform there are people that have been dumb enough to believe their half-witted lies and so we have an uptick in the number of hate crimes against uh, Jews the resolution cited multiple anti-semitic incidents from around the world including Jewish people in London being verbally harassed a German synagogue being hit with rockets, and an attack on Jewish diners in California. The resolution also cited apparent anti-Semitic statements from world leaders like Pakistani Foreign Minister Shah Mahmood Khosrai and Turkish President Recep Caleb Erdogan say that five times fast I dare you the resolution called on President Biden to continue the leadership role of the United States in combating anti-semitism internationally so in May the anti-defamation league pardon me the anti-defamation league said it had observed 75%, a 75% surge in anti-Semitic attacks for two continuous weeks. The surge in violence came amid renewed conflict that broke out between Israel and Hamas. It's startling that uh, nobody was picking on Israel when Donald Trump was in there. Although he's supposed to be the most... Uh, hateful, anti, 
every race, religion, creed, color, and sexual orientation ever. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, uh, his daughter's married to a Jewish person, and she converted to Judaism. Uh, people in the Middle East were behaving themselves. Uh, the rest of the world was basically behaving itself. Um, and now you have a shite show going on over in yonder Middle East. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to play this clip. It's Governor Abbott of Texas speaking about what he's going to do with the border crisis since the uh, presidential administration has failed. And then I'll describe it and talk to you in case the sound doesn't come across as well as I would like it to. Maybe we'll hear it. There we go. Is the Texas governor, Greg Abbott. Governor, you have told me your hands are tied, and, I, and you have tried everything possible. You've come up with a way to do it. Tell us what you're going to do. So Texas has taken multiple strategies, and I need to give you the context for this because of the way that the Biden administration is not incompetent. They're completely ignoring uh, what is going on uh, in the Rio Grande Valley along the Texas border. Uh, and we've seen so many people coming across the border who are harming Texans. And as governor, I cannot allow my fellow Texans to be harmed, to be endangered, to have a gun put to their head. And as a result, here's what Texas is doing. Uh, it's a multi-step strategy. First, we are increasing arrests. We're setting up situations where if you're stepping into the state of Texas, you're going to be stepping into an area for which there was a no, no trespassing zone. Uh, because I have declared a disaster, if you are arrested for trespassing, it is immediately a jail-based offense up to 180 days in jail or higher. And they were adding to that, uh, working with locals as well as local residents. Uh, we are beginning this week to add fencing along the border where if that fencing uh, is disturbed, that is vandalism. That is another crime for which we can arrest people coming across our border into the state of Texas. So we have state laws. Let me explain to you why that's necessary, Sean, because we have been making arrests. We've turned over more than 35,000 people that we apprehended illegally in the state of Texas to federal officials. We're tired of the turnover game and the, the catch and release game. We want to arrest people and put them in jail for a long time so that they will know they're no longer going to be getting the, the Biden red carpet treatment. They're going to be going to jail if they come into Texas. But, Sean, we both know that offense uh, is only a temporary solution. The real solution uh, that President Trump began to put in place that Texas is going to continue. And that is later on this week, I will be announcing what the Texas plan is for building a border wall. We will continue that process of building the border wall in addition to these other strategies that we will use to make sure that anybody coming here will understand Texas is the wrong state to come into. Okay, so he said there they're going to use a little trickery, chicanery, shenanigans to arrest people that are coming in illegally. He has declared a state of emergency, which he has the power to do. If you come into the state illegally, you can be arrested for trespassing. 
And so they're going. You're going to see in the news uh, a lot of rhetoric from the left, from the Democrats. Ah oh, ha ha! Those silly Texans. They're they're arresting people for trespassing. When Rudy Giuliani arrested people in New York City, he didn't personally, but I mean, he had the police step up the number of arrests for jaywalking because these guys called, guys and women, but they were called the squeegee men. They would run out into traffic and start washing car windows and then demand the driver of the car pay them. Well, instead of making a new law and going through all that, he told the police, arrest people for jaywalking. And don't just give them a ticket and let them you know, wander off. Take them to the station. Arrest them. People made fun of that. But what happened when they got to the, the precinct station? Oh, this person has warrants for this, this, and this. Crime went down in New York City dramatically after a few years. So the governor of Texas is going to take ridicule for this. He's going to be made fun of because he's putting up a fence. What he said in his video, what he said in his statement was, if that fence is disturbed, they can arrest the person who disturbed it for vandalism. Now here's another way to arrest people that have come into the country illegally. They had to cut through, break through, climb, crawl under. They had to disturb that fence in some way, shape, or form to get past it. So now you can arrest them on trust or on vandalism and or trespassing. And then they're going to build a more permanent wall structure later on. And we all know how effective that is. It was effective and it was a good idea many years ago when Bill Clinton talked about it. <coughs> it was effective and it was good when Dianne Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi, uh, all of your representatives and senators of California did not want illegal aliens pouring across the border into Cali back in the 90s and early 2000s. But now, having a secure border is out of style. And it's fairly recent, because even Barack Obama lied, but said that he wanted to enforce uh, border policy and wanted to have a nation with borders. So the Biden administration has ignored the problem so long. Uh, Kamala Harris, President Biden, they want to take a different approach. They want to improve the life of people in uh, southern, South, and Central America, so they'll stop fleeing their own nations. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, they have their own government that should be doing that. And furthermore, we have a lot of problems in this country that need to be addressed. So, <laughs> while Biden is in uh, Europe, and Kamala is in South and Central America being mistaken for the President of the United States. Uh, 
we still have people from Haiti coming across the southern border. Uh, last time I checked, Haiti was not in Guatemala. We have Middle Easterners coming through our southern border, some with terrorist links. Uh, and some of those were actually snitched on and ratted on by the uh, Mexicans trying to cross the border. But anyways, I digress. But mostly we just have people uh, fleeing a bad way of life because their government cannot get anything done. And we have people coming in illegally, some of which are bad people. And so we need to stop this. And the current administration didn't take long. We told, I told you so. For the Biden administration to flub this up and turn the southern border and the Middle East into a crap show, a shit show. So there you go. Y'all, pray for one another. Pray for mercy. Pray for the United States of America. As always, God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm going to turn my little spotlight off now. And you guys have a great day. Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Chris Christofferson. On November 8, 1965, the 173rd Airborne Brigade on Operation Hump, War Zone D in Vietnam, were ambushed by over 1,200 BC. 48 American soldiers lost their lives. Severely wounded and risking his own life, Lawrence Joel, a medic, was the first living black man since the Spanish-American War to receive the United States Medal of Honor for saving so many lives in the midst of battle that day. Our friend Niles Harris, retired 25 years United States Army, the guy who gave Big Kenny his top hat, was one of the wounded who lived. This song is his story. Caught in the action of kill or be killed. Greater love hath no man than to lay down his life for his brother.